talking to each other without kyle wow he's in know. japan he's in japan looks like he's having, having a good time i yeah uh, oh. i saw a few uh happy posts from instagram oh damn i have i i, I really want to check i know that he sent us some clips from uh from this week's <laughs> like he captioned the clips that virginia clipped out and he sent those today and oh, i was like oh them? yeah he's the one who captions them Wait, so I've been Virginia clips and captioning myself, but they're captioned already someplace. Well, no, he it it usually takes another day or so for him to caption them. So so if 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 I if I like a yeah, if I like a clip right away, I'm like, no, I'm just gonna I'm gonna Instagram caption them or TikTok caption them. So so be it. Uh yes. How are you? How was your weekend? Um this is this is a week before. Um, cause this one's for the 24th and you're about right. to go to so moon tower. Yeah. April 17th. It's Monday. Um, I had spots on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I took, I took, uh, let's see. I took Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off. Right. Cause you're spots special. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I am so happy to be just working on new shit and not trying to tinker with old bits. I do have, this is like, reminds me of right, right after I finished my album, like right after I recorded it, like I, I figured out the Anne Frank joke the week of the album. And yeah. so then I spent the next three months enjoying it because I now I'm like, I have the ending punchline. I can enjoy it. Right. So right. then it made it stronger. So I feel like there's a couple bits where I'm like, oh, OK, I got to, up to the finish line for the special. But now they still feel new to me and there's still room to improve them. So and add some more if I want. So I'm going to do that. But also I just have, you know, just dumb material that I want to work on. That's not like, um, you know, you love a bit and then you're like, all right, I got to get this on something and get it out of my life. Even though you loved it, it becomes an anchor around your neck. Like my, my, my son's YouTube story. Like that, that was so fun for a while. The cops came, all that stuff. And then I was like, oh my God, it had a call back in it. So I got to set it up. And then it just (laughs) became torture. I hated it. Yes. Yes, I have. Uh, yes, I hard agree. It's mm-hmm. I, there's jokes I want to do, and there's things that some things are just take so much emotion, right? To kind of do them in yeah. for me, like there was there was there was the dad. There's uh, there's a couple of stories about my dad where there's plenty of punchlines and there's plenty of stuff, but getting into the story itself about right. like that ho- that hospital stuff where he takes the bills from the guy. Um, mm-hmm. that is such a, it's, I, I, I feel like I'm digging and I'm digging and I'm digging and it's entertaining, but it takes so much energy to get into it that, um, yes. that, that it's Explain hard for me things. to do it now. Yeah. Yeah. You, it takes a lot of energy to like set up the whole scene. Yes. <laughs> My yes. dad, this other guy, you don't know. And his <laughs> hospital bill, it's a lot to explain to people. And right. sometimes you're like, could you guys just read ahead? 
Um, <laughs> let me just send you a, a, the setups ahead of time so that we can just get right into the punchlines because this is really tiring for me. Exactly. So this one comes out on the 24th. You're going to Austin. I'm going to Seattle. Um, and then and then I, I'm home this week, actually, the the week of the 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 week of the 24th i'm not i'm just doing la sets and then i go to vegas so i'll be in las vegas and then north carolina with uh, maria for like it's like a nine day thing nine ten day thing because vegas is seven days two shows a night looking um forward to it how long okay how long are you doing just uh i understand 20s i'm told that it's 15 or 20s I have, um, this is just a, uh, a rule I've made for myself. And I, the only proof I have is I haven't had COVID yet is that I think I can sustain me and my, my vaccines can sustain 20 minute sets without any other protection. But when you get longer than that, that's when I want to bring my big old air purifier on stage. I don't know that any Vegas club would let me even you know, do that. Cause they're so image conscious and stuff like that. But, um, but you know, like when I'm headlining on the road, it's like, yeah, I'll do it. I'm, I'm the headliner. So I'm putting up a, I'm putting this here. Cause I know yeah. you have other headliners that do other crazy shit. So this is me being crazy. Right. There's, I'll tell you, I did a guest set in Philadelphia on Friday, second show. Ooh. Uh, cause I went to, uh, I was in DC. So I did the experiment. Oh yeah. Uh, cause all the about di- so the demographics for the Jackie and Lori show in the Dork Forest uh, claim that there are three main places where we have a lot of fans. Right. Uh, and it's uh, the D.C. area, the Philadelphia area, and um, and the Portland? Chicago area. Oh, Chicago. Interesting. Right. Also okay. Portland. Also Portland. There's, there's yeah. other cities as well. So I was offered a gig in... Um, Arden, Delaware, which is 30 minutes outside of Philadelphia on a Saturday night. And um, in the woods, by the way, <laughs> uh, he would, by the way, love for you to do that gig. But because you weren't doing the gig, uh, you said that it was a, a shitty little town. And I was like, that's just her. That's just how she talks. She would love to learn of your town there. It isn't even a when town. Did I say it's a shitty little town. By the way, I, say, I ago, said that about ago. L.A. OK, I yeah, say it exactly. Is, that's if, if, if every town if is I got to, if i got to do florence italy and you didn't it would be a shitty little town that's <laughs> so. the key if you're doing it and i'm not i'm furious so yeah so there's one so way to you fix would it, love bookers <laughs> david one she way. would love to do it she would love to do it but i have to tell you that i looked at that audience and um in arden delaware and i thought of two words ophira eisenberg uh, cause they Why? could not have been, <laughs> they look like they had just come from listening to NPR. Okay. And, uh, and then there was also, it was sponsored by the JCC and okay. they were excited about that. And so they were excited about, because I will say that, uh, what, one of the, what, uh, like the, the guy, one of the producers of the thing came up to me and it was a weird thing for him to say. So I said a weird thing back, right. uh, the whole weekend, by the way was Jackie being socially awkward one time after another because they were one-nighters and they were weird one-nighters. And you know, when you go to a club, there's at least the staff is the same. The openers are the same. There's some sort of like, I'm in a Hampton Inn. I'm the accidental tourist, right? Right. In this case, I'm, I'm in DC. 
I don't know where I am. Uh, she put me up at a double tree Hilton in the three weeks since she put me up in it to when I oh, show yeah. up, it was no longer a Hilton. So I was, I was Jackie, made, you were so loyal to the Hilton brand. This must've been shocking <laughs> was, to you. I was so uncomfortable. So it began, it began and it just kept going. And I kept trying to be present and also not a weirdo one out of two. There you go. <laughs> and so, so by the time I get to Arden, Delaware and the producer comes up to me, I'm going to tell this story out of order, but uh, the, okay. uh, the, the guy, so the guy comes up to me and he goes, um, he says something like, did you know that you're not Jewish, but for our purposes, you are Jewish. And I said, well, I could have been Jewish because my father sleeps around and it's a matriarchy. Which is just a line that I sometimes say uh, when somebody says something weird about Judaism to me. And um, and then and I, you know, and eventually I was like, oh, my sister converted. Is that something? And Jackie, making it even weirder. Yes. Yes, it is. But also both you and Jewish people, are, you descend from people who have been genocided against. And right. I well, think that's something the Armenians have in common. And I believe the, the Armenians, folk. I think Ar Armenia, I think Armenians are Semitic, but uh, I I think that because my dad said it. So everybody know in your heart that that might not be true. Sometimes my dad just <laughs> says things. So, but oh, but so the way the gig went, it was so. But each each of these gigs, by the way, DC would love to have you as well. And um, Jackie, I'm so bookable. I, I am so fucking, why are people well, craving me? I'm edible. Come get me, please. Well, because I took the bullet, friend. That's right. I went and I saw if this was worth it. And okay, uh, first you. of all, humanity-wise, it's entirely worth it. Everybody, every uh, all the uh, sold out mm -hmm. um, DC, small room in the back of a bookstore restaurant called oh, Busboys nice. and Poets. Uh, in DC, right on the court, right on the edge of Silver Spring in DC, a woman came up after the show and said, "This is DC." You kept saying it was Silver Spring, and the woman who runs the room is like, "It's we're right there. They it, everyone wants it." I'm trying to be supportive of that Silver Spring. Sounds and like you accidentally stepped in some local shit, and there was uh, some real local to. things that went on, and so I. Yeah. But super nice woman. This woman Kim was so supportive and so nice, and. And so we uh, essentially the the feature, the MC, so funny. And um, sorry, I have the hiccups all of a sudden. But local. Um, the local, all local DC. And I was talking to somebody. I was talking to Brittany, uh, spacing her name because Carney. Friday night, um, New York. Carney. Yep. Oh. Yes. Yeah. 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 I Brit thought she Brittany was DC based. Yeah. She, well, she started in DC, but now lives in New York. Okay. And um and so she, so she was opening for Moshe Kasher at the Philly Helium. And so Thursday night, I well, I get to DC on Wednesday. I do the show Thursday night in DC, two shows, eight and uh six at six PM and eight PM. No curtains off the windows, so daylight and uh wow. super fun though. Right. And the and the other yeah. comics were really great. The food was good, all good. There was a bookstore. Okay. It was exciting. Yeah. Uh, so Wednesday, I I just flew there, went to bed. Thursday, uh, did the show. Friday, drove around D.C. a little bit so that I could see 
um, the cherry blossoms and look at a thing. So I go and I look around DC a little bit. And then I drive to Philadelphia. I'm staying at the Philadelphia airport, Doubletree, Hilton. And an airport uh, hotel. Oh my God. The, right. Cause well, I had to drop off. Glamorous. The, yeah, I know, sure. but I had, I, I had to drop off the, the car. Um, I get it. Yeah. And, and Arden, Delaware, 30, 25 to 30 minutes from the Philadelphia airport. Okay. So, um, but that was Friday and Friday I didn't have any shows. So I, I, I did what we do, which is mm-hmm. I, I just needed to, I didn't need to do a set. The set was gravy. Moshe Kasher gave me a set second show Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did. That's okay. Nice. Yeah. It was really nice. Um, uh, I just did seven minutes. Yeah. I, it wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. Uh, everyone was nice, but, uh, Brittany Carney was opening for him mm-hmm. and he's got, he's got an amazing closer. I didn't, I didn't stay for the whole of the second show. I, I saw a set the first show mm-hmm. and he was talking about how he was working on this closer about his bar mitzvah and all this mm. stuff. And it was super interesting and really smart and really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Moshe Kesher a lot. Yeah. He's great. And yeah. Oakland, and, Oakland guy. Oakland. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and Brittany was really funny and really awesome. Yeah. Like awesomely weird. Brittany Carney. She's been, I think, comic of the week. Yeah, she has. Yeah. And, um, anyway, That's so I did. Show. Get, yeah. So I did a little guesty on that. And then the Saturday, it's this thing is like a barn in the woods in Delaware with 240 people also sold out. Wow. So great. Yes. Yes. So this worked. People showed up. That's amazing. Yeah. Southern, Southern Jersey, Philly, um, Del, you know, and Delaware, they all, they all came. And, um, and so it ended up being, worthwhile and um financially but also everyone was super nice i had miss there there was some miscommunication about the money in dc and uh <laughs> this is i i don't even she's hi kim you're great but the uh but the scoop <laughs> is that she was going to overpay me and if she had been a pill in any way shape or form if she wouldn't have been the nicest human being on the planet and everybody mm-hmm. super smart, super decent, I mm-hmm. might have said, fine, please do. But, you know, there was there was also, you know, let there be that's some. A, that's an unusual snafu where you're getting paid too much. That almost never right. happens. Right. Yeah. So everybody. So you said something? Yeah. So I said something. And we were getting the the pre uh, sobriety shoplifter in you was going to take a check <laughs> and run. And if then she would have been more mature. If, yeah. Right. Right. Uh, the term is a uh, rigorous honesty. That's the term. <laughs> and, uh, so. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Rigorous honesty. Uh, <laughs> but so I had, um, yeah, the flights were good. I got bumped up right and left so all right i love that they gave me a really nice car uh i rented a car i'm going to seattle this weekend uh this will uh-huh. this will air after but um i get i get uber money for there and back from the seattle airport it doesn't from the club it. i know think what? no no I'm, I'm gonna rent a car 
what's it to it's how is it friday saturday yeah just two We're nights in a park it's parking is the hotel a parking up there yeah yeah that's it's just it's uh oh i'll double that check might, that i actually haven't double I check haven't, it Jackie, okay listen check the, just think of this the um the the train to downtown seattle it's not yep. that bad it's it's like a like you it's a direct thing from the airport and then la, you la, take la. your lift <laughs> i know it's a lot of shit it's awful but then i have two the, giant the bags. lift money doesn't cover uh, yeah yeah i have well, so much luggage by the way i sold almost all of my merch that's incredible i sold hundreds of dollars worth of that's merch what I want to before hear. the shows what began. do you mean what do you mean you were I, out there with your merch before the yeah, show was just started? Said, yeah, I just set them up at the table and then I cover them up and people came up and they're like, we're so glad you're here. Can I buy stuff? Oh and I'm like, God. yes, oh yes, you can. Oh my God. Yeah. So what, what did you sell? Tell me, did you sell t-shirts and challenge coins? Yep. Wow. For all three shows. That's what I made. Love it. <gasps> Fuck. <laughs> I know. Oh, Moshe Kasher. Do you know what Moshe Kasher was selling? What? This is what he's doing. This might actually be good for you, uh, though. He said he had a um, a person on retainer. Two things. I had lunch today with, um, you know, Akeem Woods. You must know Akeem Woods. I think uh, so. yeah. New York comic. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, very funny. He's um, he is selling his shirts at his shows for 30 bucks. Okay. And it is smart. Because my shirts cost eleven dollars, and and yeah. online they're thirty five dollars because because uh, postage went up so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and my shirts are eleven dollars each. His I think are are less than that, but whatever it is, uh, he said that nobody cares. It's just such a weird number thirty, right? Yeah, you just I I would have to have ten. I sell on. for twenty five. Oh, do you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So, but Moshe Kasher prints a poster like Nerd Melt, like Meltdown. Yeah. Right. For yeah. every different thing. And then he signs them and he has his Venmo and PayPal and people give what they want. I don't know what he was making, but he says it's the greatest thing because he just essentially he signs them. Then they remember what his name is. Yeah. They give him whatever they give him. He picks it up. He does a local printer and he picks it up when he gets there. Hmm. And then he does pictures and signs signs them, and people give him what they're going to give him. That's it. That's what he sells. That's the only thing he sells. Um, and then, but those can be expensive with the amount of color. Like, I, did you take a picture of a setup? I'd love to see what a setup looks like. I didn't. I did not. It's uh, po- it was a black and white it? poster. It was a black okay. and white poster. But I think that they're different because he said he had a he had a graphic designer on retainer kind of thing. Mm. And so he, he does a different one for every gig for every, for every weekend. And, oh. and he said that these ones were eight and a half by 11s, mm-hmm. but he says that they're, he usually does 11 by 17s or big, like slightly bigger. And there, are they rolled up or is he? No, no, just, they're just, well, in this case, they were eight and a half by 11, you know, kind of glossies. And how, um, how many does he buy for a weekend? I don't, it looked like, it looked like he had at least, 50 or a hundred, but remember I was there Friday, second show. He had had a show Thursday, so he might buy a hundred. Wow. And he, and he had already gone through the box. 
like the box was starting to get a little low. What if he, and what he had two more shows on Saturday. I don't know what people were giving him. Hopefully at least five bucks. Yeah. What did they cost him? Do you think? I think they cost him two bucks. Because if it's but, a glossy hard stuff. Right. Hard, then you got to incorporate stuff. the artist uh, fee. Right. Too. Plus the artist fee. And if it's in color, it's going to be more than two bucks, probably. Way more. But if, yeah. if it's black and white, then. Yeah. But I thought I found it interesting. I yeah. found it. Uh, and I know that like um, Jim Norton charges for meet and greets. Yeah. Which I think is gutsy stuff. But it works. People pay. Good for him. Good for him. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. I uh listen attainable he, attainable a, goal to meet me. Let me just he, say that. He's a transactional guy. Like he pays for sex and he would like you to pay for a photograph. Like I think for him, those are two identical uh transactions. You know what? I think you're right. And I do I do love his transparency. I really do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That uh that is admirable. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um other than that. So it was a, it was a very, that night was, was, I made it, I was awkward with Moshe and, and Brittany, but, uh, was but it, but it was there, still nice. Yeah, it was nice there, to not be alone. Yes, totally. Alone in a hotel room in a strange town in an airport hotel. No, you gotta be out that night. Um, oh God, there, I was so mad. Uh, I was but, really mad um, that Saturday because I didn't get up until after 11 and mm-hmm. between 11 and two, they stopped serving food and even the closet next to the um, check-in yeah, where they the have pantry. the stacks, the pantry thing um, only had chips. Oh, and remember, God. I have all the cholesterol. Remember that? I've laughed <laughs> people. I'm not supposed to do chips. So uh, <laughs> I drove I drove, um, I got, but I was, I was, I was all the things I was hungry. I was angry. I was lonely. I was tired and yeah. uh, halt. And so I did, but I was so <laughs> mad because between 11 AM and 2 PM there, the bar is open, but there, the, there's no kitchen. Jackie. And I was like, wow. okay, f- fair enough. So I went to someplace called Metro diner anyway. Okay. I mean, what, Whatever. you know, it's eight o'clock your time, 11 o'clock their time. Of yeah. course, you're not going to be awake. Yeah. Was there, okay, so in Philly, so helium won't work me. Right. And um, it, punchline. The, there's a punch, the punchline there is there, right? Yep. Hmm. I'm going to check that out. And is yeah. there something called, are there independent theaters too in Philly as well that you could have there... next time, you know, do the Friday at? No, p- part of the Arden Delaware thing is he doesn't want you to do Philly within like 90 days because oh, gotcha, it's only gotcha. 25 minutes. But that's yes. why I did the DC gig. Right. But I I might be able to add something on the Friday next. Like if I do it again next year, mm-hmm. they only do they only do stand up like two or three times a year in Delaware. Um, They do it a lot more often in D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, But the but to add on other stuff to the dc gig would probably be pretty easy like if especially because i did a thursday yeah right yeah so if i can add something on a friday that's another couple hours away or whatever mm-hmm. people people will come because i think yeah. you know it's a big deal and it's a straight shot down from from uh both of those are straight train shots from from uh, New York. New York. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Kate Willett wanted a feature for me uh, oh, at wow. the at the at the DC gig, but I I or or the Philly gig, I can't remember. I would have loved to have had her do either, but um, they they had already booked people, so mm-hmm. I didn't want to, I didn't want to take away the work. So yeah, of course not. Um, oh, the uh, Writers Guild basically was it's almost 100 percent. Yes. On voting to authorize a strike. I saw that like 96.4 or 98.4. 97, high, nine, high 97s. Like that's yeah. crazy. Um, that's so, that's it's because there's it's because the, everyone got sucker punched when it went to streaming. Oh, it's ridiculous. There's no yeah. one, there, there's no one making any money. There's no one. Yeah. It's just, it's so bad. Yeah. Um, uh, I, the well, only people making production companies are making a great deal of money. That's what, yeah. And they're, they're so far away from what the guild is asking for. And they're not asking for anything insane. It's just like, let's keep up with yeah. everything else. Like, let's keep it, keep up with keep how it what used it, to be. Right. Just pay the TV rate. Because you're making TV money, right? Anyway, yeah. it's uh. So, I, I, I what I'm saying is May first. I don't see the A M. Uh, I forget the acronym. Uh, the producers in the studios going okay. I think oh, it's right. Be kind you of think nasty. there's going to be a real a real strike? I think there's going to be a strike. And what's hard for you and me and other road comics uh, is now we're going to have people that Always. are are going to need work they're going to go back out on the road you know that are maybe more actors or stuff like that or whatever so Mm -hmm. that's gonna happen yep i don't yeah i have i have like the punchline in san francisco it will be the uh the third through the sixth i'm excited i have it i'm working on my diane feinstein chunk which nice again i know is like completely useless okay like no one wants it'll to be fun it. for as long as it as long as it's as long fun. as it's fun and yep. uh, as long as she hangs on as soon as she she dies the bit dies folks but um <laughs> but uh i wanted you willing to give the bit up i i could make it work anyway but i uh but um <laughs> but i want to do in san francisco i wanted you to say no i'm i'm okay if she dies i can make the bit. <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> i am okay with she dies i really am the, yeah. the bit is about me wanting her to go on a hunger strike for abortion rights. <laughs> I saw um, that tweet. Yeah. So, uh, and there's much more to it that is very San yes. Francisco specific because she was the mayor of San Francisco. That's how she became sort of famous. That's what got her into the Senate. So I want to do that bit in San Francisco and record it and maybe just throw it up on, um, you know, the socials because it'll be topical and it, Probably people won't want to hear it after she dies. You know, uh, right. it'll be disrespectful after she dies. Right. So. After she dies, she will be canonized. And and she did good work when she did good work. Kind of. You know? She was a little right wing and a little. Yeah, she, uh, I, I, there's some definite objections to her. But um, but uh, uh, I just if she can just hang on to like May 7th, uh, but yeah. also retire, retire. Yeah for the good of the democracy, but hang on till May 7th for the good of my bid. I would really appreciate that. <laughs> Senator Feinstein. Right. Thank you, Senator Feinstein. Uh, Lori is playing San Francisco on the 6th and 7th, and she'd like to do that bit with you alive. So yes. please keep breathing. Um, 
And uh, of course, stay alive for my Milwaukee and Oshkosh gigs <laughs> uh, in the middle of May. Okay. And continue living for my Portland uh, weekend, which is at the end of June, right? 23rd, 24th. Like live as long as you want, but just retire immediately. That's all I ask. Right. You're not asking for a lot. Uh, so I'm doing Milwaukee uh, June 2nd and 3rd, I think. And then I'm going to do Chicago. Where? Lincoln. Oh, you're Lincoln doing Lincoln. Lodge. Okay. Uh, the 9th. Okay. I'm going to do one night. Supposedly, this is a thing now, is that we have fans in Chicago. So let's try, you know, the. I know I have fans in Wisconsin. That's fine. That's the, yeah. the, the, the laughing tap will fill itself. I believe in the laughing tap. Right. And, uh, and I believe in my Wisconsin fans. The yes. Illinois, Indiana, you know, that sort of area. Supposedly, we have a lot of fans there. Yeah. Feel free to come to the Lincoln Lodge and, uh, and yuck it up and buy tickets. Uh, uh, Seattle this weekend, there was a post saying you could win free tickets uh, to my Seattle shows. And mm-hmm. I reposted it and said, buy tickets. <laughs> <laughs> come on, people. God, does I everyone know. want everything for free? Jackie, how 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 are we supposed to keep doing this? I feel like I, I may have got the last special that paid any money. And it was it's not great money. It's not, it's just some money, you Wait, know. This this thing you just did paid? Yeah. Comedy what? dynamics? Yeah. They've never, they've never offered me any money. They've always wanted it. And they've never offered me a dime. Hold on. So well, wait a minute. Maybe, I am clearly that's what I got. Maybe next time they will. Yeah. They did 18 this time around. Now I was, I believe the oldest by 50 years of the comedians. Like it yeah. seemed like, um, it's a lot of, uh, more emerging talent, right? Younger comics. Uh, this is their big first hour. Yeah. And I, I felt like Patrice O'Neill, when he was talking about when he got his HBO thing, he's like, yeah, I got it too late. <laughs> and he wasn't as excited. Like, yeah, it's like, I wanted, I needed it. Here's when I needed it. It was like five years earlier, but <laughs> I don't feel like, I don't feel that way about it. But I mean, I, it was interesting to see like everyone posting on social media about, you know, I guess, you know, they're excited. Everyone's excited, but part yeah. of me is like, yeah, I, I've been excited before and look where <laughs> I am now. Oh my God. Can we please look take it. a break on that note? Yes. On that note, let's take a break. Hey there, it's Annabelle Gerwich. And I'm Laura House. We host Tiny Victories, the 15-minute podcast that's about the little things. Getting into the tiny victory frame of mind is about recognizing minor accomplishments and fleeting joys. Isn't it a wonderful day when the first password you try actually works? When it's freezing cold outside and toasty as all get out in my shower, my tiny victory is that I turn off the water and get on with my day. We can't change this big dumb world, but we can celebrate the tiny wins. So join us on Maximum Fun or wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's get tiny! And we're back. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to sustain the excitement for things that you I should be getting. It was it's not that because I was I went to lunch today with Carmen and um, and Akeem and mm-hmm. we were talking and Akeem was talking about about because he opens he opens for someone big as well and how mm-hmm. hard it is to get 
the uh, to, to to get into the chains, to get into the big chains and how and it's not that and, and it's not that these straight white guys, some of them that they that they that he books the chains book are funny. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And But some of them are literally just alive. Right. Exactly. Yeah. There's two yeah. examples <laughs> in that order. <laughs> I know. I'm just going to say, I know which one is which. <laughs> and so. <sighs> so tiring. Yes. It, right. And um, so we, yeah, we were discussing that. Yeah. I mean, it sucks I, to be, to be just locked out of so many chains, you know? Right. Right. Just, but just because of, of something that, that I can't fix, right. I cannot, I can't fix how old I am. I can't fix that. I'm a, that I'm a woman and I can't fix uh, whatever else you're looking for. Some third thing, some third thing that I don't know what it is. I know. And you know it's cool. Oh, go ahead. What? No, that's all. Leanne Leanne Morgan has a special, she's our age, on Netflix. That's doing pretty well, I guess, right? Oh, good. Yeah. She, um, I mean, she's like way cleaner than we are. (laughs) She She has an audience that... I specifically cannot reach. <laughs> right. She's I the one with that. the dry bar. She's had, she had a dry bar that blew up, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So, but that's great. So it's like, that's really cool. That, that gives me hope. I don't know that that would even lead over to me, but it, it is nice to see, you know? Right. Yeah. I just, I think about, I, uh, yeah, I don't know what to do. Like because I'm working on this EP thing with uh with Kyle, it's like an EP mm-hmm. special. That's what it is, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it's only ten minutes. And I liked how Carmen described it. I was showing her some footage, and she was like, "He did like it. Sort of looks like a skate punk video from the '90s, and that's kind of cool. It looks gritty. It mm-hmm. looks it looks fun. Um, but it was hard. Like the vision that I had of it wasn't clear enough <laughs> so right. but he does have a bunch of other camera like he before he went to japan kyle clark mm-hmm. uh actually it's very funny because carmen said i like this kind of the skate vibe to it it's rad and i was like you know that rad is <laughs> kyle clark's word <laughs> kyle loves the word rad <laughs> and um and i the uh but so there's a bunch of stuff that can be clipped in that that I think that my vision of it wasn't I don't think I knew what the I never do like I I don't have the artist eye like that's why I hire right. artists like Andy has that cuz he has a degree in art and he is an art boy and he has always been into art and so he sees things I hear things right I, I'm more, and it's not to say that people who see things. You inhabit stand-up. You feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, one of the, our Conan writers, uh, Jose Arroyo is he's, he's like a genius, right? He can kind of do everything, but he was so, he would like write a sketch, but also storyboard it, you know, and just draw like pictures of how we wanted the shot to look like. I'm like, you can wait, that's a thing. You can't just go, oh, that's not what I wanted. Eh, and then walk away. <laughs> like you could draw it out and draw the perspective you wanted. I want that, I want, you know, this much of a close-up on this person and this person this far in the background. 
And it looks so cool, you know, and I just it didn't even occur to me to do that for sketches. It just seems like something you do for, you know, like Disney animation in the thirties or right. something, you know, or like if, if you're a Pixar, like if you're pitching to yeah. Pixar, yes, story. Yeah. And right. yeah, it would be, yeah, I'm a huge, yeah, I wish I was good at everything, but the good news is that some people are. You know, well, other people I mean, are good at this stuff. So you can probably do a shitty version of a storyboard. You know, like if you were to like draw just like this is how yeah. I, big I want to be in the shot, you know, like is it head to toe or whatever? And then get like, you know, make it like a little lookbook of things that look like what you wanted, you know, instead of just because it's hard to describe visually what you want if yeah. you can barely try it, you know, you just like know when it clicks in with your mind, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so, so I, I will, I will. Yeah. Maybe I'll just do a shitty storyboard. And, and cause what Carmen was looking at, she was like, cause we were looking at the different assets that Kyle uh-huh. gave me on the thing. And she's like, well, because you can't really zoom in on me on some of this stuff. It, it gets all pixelated. And yeah. so, um, but there are these other shots that we could incorporate into it. Uh, with the odd if the audio will sync so it's all it's all a question of if the audio will sync um well, that's cool um yeah. let's see i uh i posted a very old clip i was looking for my cop joke oh my god you posted <laughs> so many old clips that were i literally were showing them to andy Really? And like, that one from 1989. 89. Did you see that skirt and the big belt I was wearing? Oh, and my your God. hair. And oh, yeah. what, and what Andy was listening to your, uh, she said, well, she's already had a point of view. It was already. And I said, yes, yes. But it was, um, mm. it was kind of like, I, I, I posted something early too. What do you, what do you think of those two? Those are early clips. Those two clips. That early one, I remember, I remember thinking, I wish there was a way, because the idea was there would be an alarm clock that would wake you up to applause, you know, and kind of cheer you up and stuff. Oh, right, right. Instead of, "Eh, eh." and, uh, and then when the iPhone came out, I'm like, fuck, I should have trademarked it, but I do, I don't, what what do you, I don't even know what the word trademark means in that situation. (laughs) It's just an idea. Um, but, uh, the other one is the cop one. I was looking for that one for a long time. Cause I, I'm like, I got it on some old old yeah. but the thing is it's like okay it, it's about it's a domestic violence joke you know guys uh, so i did date a police officer for a long time great guy uh you know we broke up you know whatever they're whatever you know but uh he did not <laughs> abuse me but he loved i used to make a ton of abuse jokes about him be- and he loved it because he's like uh, you know I, I, I guess maybe now you wouldn't be laughing about it. He's like, yeah, a lot of the guys are like that. <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, but he wasn't. I mean, you know, right. it, it had its own problems as all relationships do <laughs> with, a, with a cop whose parents are from <laughs> Ireland. Guys, there's uh, stuff going on. But, um, but yeah, but some people were like carding it like, oh, no. It's like, no, it is a joke, guys. It is. Right. It is right. a joke. Again, right. if I can just reiterate to everyone, the setup is true. And the punchline could be true, but it's most often a lie. Okay, probably the setup is I at was the very a least, cop. it's an exaggeration. At so, the very least, yeah, yes. you don't have to feel. I'm not going to tell a direct truth in the punchline unless it's because direct truth is never funny, 
or you have to lie. I do. Sometimes I do a direct truth and then I have to tag it so that I make it mine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 But that's your joke then. Then it's my joke. Other than that. Right. It would be Andy said something funny. Listen to this story. (laughs) That's not stand up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So. uh, I tighten up what he said. Whatever it is, it's. um, Well, it's it's weird. And then. So I posted, you know, uh, I posted on Instagram. And so it was a lot of comics saw it on Instagram. And then I posted on TikTok and people are starting to trickle in on TikTok. And I was worried like, oh, I didn't want to, I just kind of tagged a dark humor just to like put it in the joke form and not people going, this is domestic violence. It's not funny. And then, uh, and then on, on, on YouTube, of course, guys come in. Oh, oh, women comics are so funny. Just like, the men who t- who comment on YouTube are just the worst stereotype the worst. of male commenters. The worst. Yes. They're yes. not like that on TikTok. They're not like that on Instagram. It's you know, just I got ridiculous. I've been shadow banned on uh, on TikTok, which means how that, do you know? Uh, because none of my none of my clips are getting more than hundreds um, of of uh, of things. It's because they're kind of hiding me because I did too many. I think it was sex jokes or. Because what they're doing is they're the the algorithm is flagging me uh, on the captioning, and so like right now I I put a very dark joke about that wouldn't play now uh, the the you know the up to the left and faster the vagina joke uh, about <laughs> about the massage therapist who essentially yes. fingered me during a massage. When I first moved here, it was some male comic told me that I should go to that guy. And I don't think he knew. I don't think he knew that that guy was going to. Who was that? Remember Lord Correct? Yes, I know Lord Correct. He's a nice guy. Is he right? Lord Correct didn't. He didn't set me up. No, he would never send you to a rapist on purpose. (laughs) No, he wouldn't send me to a. But not Lord. No, not Lord Correct. Not with that haircut. Come on. And uh, so we once went on a date, Lord Corrette and I, and I found out later it was a date. And uh, um, we, it was essentially, we went to lunch. It wasn't, I mean, is it a date if it's lunch? It's a, it's, it's a, it's a date if it's a, if it's a meeting off of like match.com. Then it's a date. It's a date if the woman thinks it is. Oh, I don't think wow. it's date if the man thinks. I think the men always think it's a potential date. You can't even trust the radar whatsoever. Well, I think that because Lord Corrette, I believe, then said that he didn't think that we should date. And so um, I think I dropped the ball somehow. Um, yeah, he's, it all worked perfect, out. Yeah, it all worked out. It's perfectly fine. Everyone found their soulmates. <laughs> but what were, what were you saying about you posted the bit. it or something? Yeah, so right. I didn't caption it. Um, I posted it. I tried to cut it up because all of my bits are on TikTok are copyrighted by the labels. Stand up records, hit under pound. They have all the copyrights. So if it's over a minute long, yeah, uh, it gets muted. And then I have a copyright violation. And then uh, if it's a sex joke, I have a content violation. And well, are so you, do, you, do you have old recordings that that aren't part of a re- are you just taking from a record like I have yeah tons I'm of just taking it from the never, well, yeah no I don't have anything find your old the... find your old VHS tapes and convert them over so you can use that material again yeah I have to find do you have, that stuff. Do you uh, have I have stuff? I have 
Yeah, I have stuff that's digitized and it's somewhere on. Yeah, it's on my it's on hard drive somewhere. And I, I need to I need to cut it up. I got it all digitized when you were when you were in your garage digitizing things. Yeah, I took all of mine to a guy who digitized them. Yeah, because I, I didn't want to. It was a long summer. I didn't want to do it. So I yeah. took it to a guy and two weeks later, he gave me back some CDs. Um, hey, by uh, the way, let's we forgot to do comic of the week. Oh, right. OK. And it's the uh, one of the women that that featured for me in D.C. Mm-hmm. Her name is Dale Dunlap. Yeah. And she's at Dale Dunlap, D-A-L-E-D-U-N-L-A-P-D-C. That's her Instagram handle, Dale Dunlap, okay. DC. And she she did this stuff that was so freaking funny. And it was it was really like personal. And some of it was sex stuff. You know, the reason I remembered mm-hmm. it is because she had the great line about shopping for bondage lingerie. And it was a great oh, yeah, bit. Yeah. All I remember yeah. was that the setup was when you shop for la- uh, bondage lingerie. <laughs> It's not intuitive. And so you look at things and you're like, where does that go? It was yeah. something like that. All I remember yeah, yeah, is yeah. that very setup line made me laugh so hard that I wrote it down and texted it to you. <laughs> so find Dale Dunlap, DC, and follow her, book her, make it happen, people. And okay. why don't we take that second break right now, too, if that's okay? Sure. I'm sure you've noticed how giant corporations are controlling more and more about what we consume, whether it's our food, our news, or even the shows we enjoy. The Greatest Generation is a show that stands up to Big Star Trek and says no. We can laugh about costumes that fit too tightly in the groin area. We can make a Star Trek podcast that's basically only about that. The Greatest Generation. The show for free and independent thinkers about Star Trek. And the groins of different costumes. Reviewing every episode in order. So subscribe to The Greatest Generation on MaximumFun.org. You'll be doing your part in telling the Star Trek industrial complex that they can't control your mind. All right. And then I found this other bit that I forgot that I, I, and it, so (laughs) I don't know if I can ever post it. It worked really well at the time. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it just too dark? Shortly after September 11th, Jacqueline. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I did, I did a show at a comedy central show, which has been removed from the internet. Uh, But it was, we went to Gitmo and we did a show for the troops at Gitmo. Yeah, yeah. Like me, Lenny me Clark, Colin yeah. Quinn, uh, Greg Giraldo, uh, Jim Gaff. It was like a Jim Gaffigan. It's like a murderer's row of guys plus me. Okay. Greg wow. Rogel, Modi. Okay. So um, so I did a bit that I wrote there and I opened with it. I, it was kind of kind of ballsy slash stupid, but it kind of worked. But it was, and then I started doing it later in New York and it started working a lot. Cause I have a, I have a couple of versions of it on tape. But it was like, um, I, it was like, I'm, I, I'm at Gitmo and I'm going to do a show for the Taliban. And, uh, and so I started like doing, you know, I, I just thought I'd tease the Taliban. Oh guys, you know what I did today? I voted just like with all the things that women can do in America. And and then I read a book because I know how to read and, and um, I set it up better in the bit and all this stuff. Uh. And it, it, 
Jackie, it, it did very well in 2002. It's, right. Before we knew that these people were not necessarily in the Taliban and many of them were just people that were scooped oh. up in Afghanistan and being right. tortured to death, perhaps. Right. Not our, not, not our Gitmo. finest moment, uh, the Gitmo. Horrible the fact moment. that Gitmo, right. Still open, by the way, sadly. Yes. Even though mm-hmm. I think Obama said that close it. Anyway. Um, so yeah. So part of me is like, ah, oh, this thing, I mean, if, if you take it in context, it's still, it's funny, you know, mm-hmm. it's, and it's about, I'm making an idiot of myself kind of, but, but then when you add in all the other shit, it's like, Ugh, you know, what do I have to do? Should I put a dis? If I were to put it up, would I do a little disclaimer ahead of time or afterwards? And then it's like, Andy, what's the point? What's the point? What's the point? There's I do this. Uh, I cut it up because I used to do a joke and I and I cut out the part where I say that I'm going through Saudi Arabian customs and it's mm-hmm. the worst customs because a bunch of Saudi um, nationals, like people who live in Saudi Arabia are like, Oh, America is such a great place. And I was like, <laughs> no, no, I was just saying that every country has terrible customs where they ask you invasive questions. It wasn't right. entirely cre- clear in the joke because I have a minute. So it has not been fleshed out as much as it should be. And so I was getting like it, it got hundreds of thousands of views. Oh, I remember. Yes. Remember. But Andy was like, is this the hill? Do you need to have this up there? And I was like, no, no, I do not. I don't need, and I don't need people to be mad at me or, or think that I'm making fun of them. I'm making fun of bureaucracy and, 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 and the lack of, I mean, are you kidding? TSA theater. I went through the TSA five times this, uh, however many times, right? This weekend. Right. Right. And it couldn't have been, it couldn't have been dumber. It was like, it was so dumb. And I was the only one wearing a mask. And um, I was like, why am I wearing this mask? Nobody else is wearing this mask. That's why you're wearing it. Because no one else is, Jackie. That's why. I know. Right. Right. And then luckily I was, I, uh, I did not get bumped up on the long, the Atlanta to LAX yesterday. But uh, so I was a window in Delta comfort and the woman sitting right next to me, fully masked. I was like, Oh, thank God. I even asked her when I, when I was going to close the window uh, for the flight, I said, do you want this open? And she said, the words that I love to hear from someone who sits in a middle seat, the window is your responsibility. You do whatever you want. I was like, <laughs> you are right. I get to pick the window. So. <clears throat> um, good. Yes. How many shows uh, do you have at Moon Tower this week? Um, oh, I'm doing, I don't like, probably not six-ish, but I'm doing a, I'm doing Cap City. Cap City moved. Or I'm yeah. doing a part. There's some like 60 seat theater that's called Cap City. It might be a part of Cap City. Maybe mm-hmm. they have two rooms. I'll they do have out. two rooms. I'll let you know. Okay, yeah. so I'm in the little tiny room. I'm assuming. And, right, and Grossman's booking it. On now. Oh, well, this will be the what? only time I ever work it then. So please come see me if you're in Austin. <laughs> the helium right. guy's booking it. I'll never come back. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, uh, so that's kind of cool. So I'm doing like an hour there. And then the rest of the sets, I think, are just short sets, you know, tenors, 10, 12s or something like that. So I am bringing okay. my air purifier, folks, for the right. hour long show. Right. Um, and uh, 
yeah, I was, I was kind of wondering, like, are there bits like that Taliban bit, if, if I could reformat it or even talk about it in the context of 2002, that's possible, you know? I don't know. There's a lot of jokes I just never put on an album. Like the, even the cop joke, it's still a viable joke, but it's, it's, um, you know, it's, I don't know. Quite honestly, it's made for Instagram. It's made for the, the short reels. And it's kind of great that it's not on any sort of um, album because I did a, but I'm still doing stuff from staycation. Mm -hmm. And uh, those people in DC and Delaware had heard some of those jokes. Now, and I felt bad. Uh, Amy Haw- I felt bad. Amy Hawthorne says that people love to hear jokes again. What do you think? They didn't mind it. Mm-hmm. I think it affects. I, I'm less interested in it than they are. I'm like, it affects well, the if- laugh that yes. you get as a comic. But do, yes. do they still enjoy it as much as if? I think they do enjoy it. I think they enjoy it, but I, but it does affect the laugh and I can hear it. Right. Right. I I can tell viscerally Mm -hmm. if they've heard that, if they know where it's going, like the, the mace joke, Mm -hmm. I need a button on that damn thing. That's more interesting than the button I've got because the whole beginning of that joke is 700,000 people have seen that. Right. And it's all well and good. Yeah. But uh, it needs to end in a very interesting way. <laughs> yeah. Because they're like, oh, yeah. And then they go, ah, Janspor. And uh, you're like, that's. Actually, yeah, that's I love yes. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's great. I need a, I'm going to need a punchline. So, um, hmm. but so be it, you know? Yeah. So I'm just, what I'm hoping, I have, I have some premises. I can't, you know how you write something down on a napkin or a scrap of paper? Yes. And then yeah. you're like, where the fuck is that scrap of paper? Mm-hmm. I cannot find a scrap of paper that had, you know, I'm working on this bit about um, prayer, how I pray, but I don't meditate. I wish I meditated, but I don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I had a great angle on the prayer part of it that is on a scrap of paper. And you know how they say, oh, if it's God. meant to be, it'll come to you again. That's not how jokes work. No. It isn't. It no. It won't come to you again. It'll go away until it, <laughs> completely yeah. gone. Oh, so I have to find that scrap of paper. And uh, oh um, well. Um, I started writing in a journal again. Um, okay. Kind of in an artist's way, sort of thing. Like just going. I just need to loosen up my brain. However, it manifests later in the day. If I come up with jokes or whatever, okay. is fine. I don't care. I just need to keep writing for like three pages in this mead notebook. So, you know, it's like a 20 minute thing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so today I worked on, um, my pilots. I wrote okay. the, um, cause I, I have so many ideas for this thing in my head. And as soon as I put in, I start writing, I lose the ideas for some reason. Like, I wish I could take a, a photograph of my brain and then, have them all there that I could look at, you know, it's weird. Yeah. I don't know. It's like when you write one down, seven of them go away for a second. And then you, I don't know if they are going to come back at all. Right. You got to be able to grab it back. Yeah. I yeah. I don't know what the deal is, but anyways, excited to that. I opened up uh here's the thing I have. I have seven like different final draft FDX files titled the title of my pilot. And there I'm like, 
what's the most recent one? And I can't tell what's got, I'm like, ah, so then I, I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm just putting those aside. I'm starting this one fresh. I'm, you know, I'm wait a minute. I feel a, that's how you go. Now you have an eighth. What? Put a date, put a date in the title. Put a date. I in am. The title. No, I, a oh, new name. Go. Yes, yes, yes. But I, um, and I don't know, these others might be duplicates or not. I just kept, I'm like, I just have to examine them, but, yeah. uh, yeah. So anyway, I started because I knew the cold open scene, my friend Cheryl, because I, yeah. I described what I wanted and and this thing that I had like in the second act, she's like, no, that's the cold open. That's energy. And then then you explain later who all these people are. And I'm like, oh, duh. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I wrote that and I was because I've been I've been not able to focus on this because I've been so worried about my special and like trying to tag every joke and make sure it was as joke full as possible. Mm-hmm. And uh so now, now I'm just fucking around with Diane Feinstein jokes <laughs> uh-huh. and, uh, you know, uh, then I'll work on this thing a little bit more, you know, I, I mostly doing 10 minute spots this week and hanging around with comics, which yeah. I'm a little worried. That'll be fun. I'm like almost the only, only comic in every situation that's wearing a mask. And I feel like people are getting annoyed with me. <laughs> like I was, <laughs> this guy was like giving me the oh, eye. Tap, tap. Getting the hairy eyeball. You know, oh, just, and I, and I'm like, dumb fuck. You're older than me. You should absolutely be absolutely. I'm, I'm not in the danger you're in, pal. I can't right. believe you. The mask I expect thought. that guy to be doing is pushing one that is actually pushing oxygen into his face because <laughs> uh, that dude is old. And uh, so, but that's you know, insane. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so so uh, I got some cool colors. Uh, I, I figure at least that way it'll be, you know, a little more fun. Um, there's some oh, KN95s. Yeah, I got yeah. pink and I got blue and I got some tie dye cover colors. So at least, and I might write Mix like I am Lori Kilmartin on my mask so people know. Right. Right. But, you can uh, you can wear your your uh your name tag. I always want everyone to wear it, like their lanyard. I'm constantly yes. at 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 Moon Tower wherever, just kind of trying to see people's lanyards. I know. And I I'm know. like, just make sure your name is viable. And yeah, because I'm not going to, because I'm not going to, I'm, I want to know everybody. I'm not going to know anybody. And I think I opened with my dead drop joke the other day mm-hmm. uh, at one of the shows. Oh, second show, because I couldn't remember the name of the MC. Second show <laughs> in DC. I opened with the dead drop joke and it turns out my demographic is my age, our age. And uh, mm-hmm. everyone knows what a dead drop is. Everyone knows what East yeah. Germany, an East German reference. And oh, yeah. uh, they, they also get, yeah, they get my Neville Chamberlain crack. They understand what the Yay. hell I'm talking about. And uh, so. I I heard some kind of podcast arguing for Neville Chamberlain saying he made the, the right decision at that time for with what they knew. Like now everyone thinks he's total coward, but at the time they're like, uh, it was, it was interesting. I hadn't heard that defense of him, you know? Uh, no, no. Do you know why? Cause, uh, it's why? indefensible. No, I understand. <laughs> I understand why he did it. I yeah. don't understand how the parallels that we're not seeing right now, right now we're because our entire, my, my side, let me just speak for myself. My side of this civil war is entirely never Neville Chamberlain thinking that it will de-escalate itself, that it will somehow fix itself, that we don't need to uh, confront it. You know, there's a lot mm-hmm. of 
people like me who are like, well, if I confront it, it's going to make it worse. Maybe sanity will prevail. But we're actually dealing with the unhinged. (laughs) So I don't think that it will. I know. Um, I'm and that's where I'm at. I the one thing I'm worried about in my special is I talked about being doxxed by the right wing. And I made a joke about it, but I was like, and it's not a long one. Is this gonna encourage them to try to dox me again? You know, that I'm just sort of like, oh, I don't give a fuck, you know, because I do give a fuck. Yeah. Um, Can I ask about a Patreon thing on this very show? Yeah. Did you? uh, So we're doing the stickers ourselves now, right? They're mailed. They're out. Yeah. And did we undo the stickers on the? Yeah. On the Patreon. So we're not doing any more. Patreon uh, is not going to send them. We're sending them. Patreon's not sending. Essentially, you're getting extra content on Patreon, but we're not paying extra to do it because we're just going to do it. And because well, we're going to make sure everybody gets it right. Yeah, I mean, we're going to do what Patreon did it, but did, but we're going to do it cheaper. Um, you be getting the same thing. You're the people that are getting stickers instead of getting 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 them in three different envelopes. Uh, you're going to get one envelope with three stickers. One envelope, and for some reason, that's going to save us a ton of money. And uh, and it's also going to save. The environment, three envelopes. I mean, it didn't make any sense it's, that they were coming in. It didn't make envelopes. any sense, and uh, and their uh, customer service and every- is really unhelpful and whatever. I just didn't want to talk to them anymore. It's like let's well, take it, it all off and we'll just do it ourselves. We mailed notebooks to the twenty dollar people ourselves, right? Like, all our and all everybody our gifts are coming from us, not from yeah. Are not going to use Patreon to mail shit for us, right? You get yeah. extra stuff if you're five dollars a month, but then the stuff stuff that gets mailed to you is ten dollars and up, and for some reason if you did more than ten dollars the patreon couldn't parse that they couldn't figure it out for some reason so i was just curious i was just trying to make sure yeah Yeah. um that could also be considered a patreon pitch but let's not consider it one hey stand-up comedy is great i want to go away now bye maximumfun.org comedy and culture artist owned audience supported